Blog Talk Radio. Hi everyone, this is Camille from sunny California, and you're listening to the Coffee Chat with Camille show, which is a podcast series that interviews various guests about real-life topics for people who love to learn. Sorry, I have my. I do this all the time. I forget to unmute. I just wanted to welcome you, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> welcome thank you. No, it's, it's fine. Oh, thank you, thank you. Happy Saturday to you, and that that's fine. <laughs> it's Saturday. Okay. Good. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, so now we're going to get in uh, to get into the interview. Um. Mm-hmm. How did your birthplace inspire you to become a writer? Oh gosh. Um that's a biggie. Um I was born in a very small swampy town in uh southern Louisiana, a little town called Dulac. Um and oh bone on the bayou as they say. <laughs> and uh I the, the first couple of years of my life I remember it just being really exciting. Um, my family, um, especially my dad's side, they all lived close by. So I had, you know, my aunts and my uncles and my cousins, we all hung out. And, uh, when they would, uh, my older cousins, when they would babysit me and my brother, they used to love to tell us stories and people down there in general, the French Cajun culture, they're very colorful. They love to, you know, they love to drink. They love to laugh real loud. They love to dance. Um, and folklore there is a big deal. And I think, you know, that's subconsciously where I think it all started, honestly. Wonderful. And then what authors inspire you? Oh, gosh. Um, the the first author I think um, I discovered was, uh, of course, Mr. Stephen King, um, being a heart writer myself. Um, and it's very interesting how this started off. I, um, my, when I started writing horror, and, and look, I'm in the fourth, fifth grade, so my mom was not terribly pleased with, with the content. But I think she, um, I think she she didn't indulge it, but she definitely recognized it, and she would buy me, you know, older classic books. And I remember uh, the first one um, was, of course, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde by Robert Louis Stevenson. And I think there is when I realized how powerful the written word could be. And at that time, I was watching a lot of horror films. Um, again, I, I come from a very colorful family. If, if the adults are in the room with it, you can watch anything, <laughs> which was good for me. And, of course, it was all you know horror films and things like that. And watching a lot of um, Stephen King's movies, you know, I, I that's how I gradually, you know, realized like, wow, he's he's written all these books, you know, and I'm ten years yeah. old thinking all this and. Uh, the first book I bought by him was uh, Pet Cemetery, and my mom was absolutely horrified that my aunt let me buy this. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. And then it went from him to Anne Rice. So that's how that started. Wonderful, wonderful. And then, why is the interest in horror? And when did you start? I think you just covered that a little bit. 
Yeah, yeah. It's you know, it was a process, Camille. It's um my first movie that I can remember watching uh, was Creepshow, which, of course, is a Stephen King, um, based off Stephen King stories. And I think it's yeah. sort of built from there, because, like I said, my cousins, you know, we would watch. I watched a lot of films, I think, regular other kids probably shouldn't have at three or four years old, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, all the Friday the 13th and, all, you know, Amityville Horror. So I yeah. watched all this from the beginning, but I was never scared. You know, it was always just interesting yeah. to watch other people be scared. And then, yeah. and then graduate, you know, getting into these books. Um, and I, I, you know, I, my favorite book um, of all time is actually not a horror uh, story. It's, um, it's a children's book. So go figure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, it's those, just anyway, continuously built, question. you know. Yes, because that, that actually rolls right into my next question, which is what book have you reread the most and why? Definitely The NeverEnding Story by Michelle oh, yeah, Indy. Um, yeah. Oh, I love it. Love it. I just yeah. recently found yeah. a, um, a German edition with all these beautiful artwork in it it's oh my god it's one of my treasured (laughs) possessions um and i mean i probably no don't even need to uh, explain why this is such a great book you know it's you know it's uh just just the fantasy element and you know being a kid and reading this and it's like wow you know it's very (laughs) inspirational and it just seems to get better the more i read it (laughs) yes yes i love the movie too it was so wonderful. Oh, yeah. well, I was I was pretty small back then too, but at any rate, oh, yes, yeah. the never uh, So, what is the most difficult part of your artistic process, Ryan? Oh gosh, um, I think I think for beginning writers, especially, it's very hard to sell your work and to make a living. It's you know you have to build up this momentum to keep going and find these opportunities where you can do this. And I, um, it took me a while to get to my first published book. You know, I had, um, after graduating high school, I moved into New Orleans, which was only like an hour away from where I grew up. And uh, I, I think there is when things really started to move as far as writing. And I think being in that environment really helped because I come from a small town and there are no writers. So there, therefore there are no mentors, you know, so you mm-hmm. kind of have to do this on some people I did in my personal journey. I had to do it alone. I, you know, I, I read everything I could and um, as far as publishing, but the, you know, for us now it changes every year. It's something new, you know, now we have self publishing. So it's like, well, do I do that? You know, so there's a lot of choices, you know, and how you how to proceed this, but wanting to, you know, sell and make it a career and make money out of it, it's I think that's probably the hardest part. Once you get past that hurdle, I think it's a little different. Yes. And then if you didn't write, what would you do for work? <laughs> You're gonna laugh at this one, Camille. I would love to be a homicide detective. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> and I think Yeah. Yeah. I, I love uh, true crime, and I love – I've always wanted that. And, you know, I'm I'm not frightened by, you know, real-life violence and things like that. I think I have a pretty strong stomach. You know, I've seen yeah. – you know, being in New Orleans is not exactly Disney World. But, um, you know, I, I think I would – I'd love to do that because you're helping people. But yet you uh, – you know, I love fixing mysteries and, and puzzles and things like that. So I think it would yeah. probably be that or something, um, you know, um, paranormal investigator, something related like that. So – 
you know. Okay. <laughs> then what? I think That's I think wonderful. the universe pushed me in in the right way. <laughs> this guy yeah. knows what I would be like as a as a homicide lieutenant. <laughs> so, what advice even, do oh. you tell writers? Oh, sorry, what did you say? I missed that. Could you could you repeat? I, I I miss I miss what you said at the end. You said something. Oh, nothing, nothing. I'm I'm, I'm just laughing at oh. myself. I'm I'm thinking oh, about it oh, in my okay. head. I'm like, oh gosh, my poor mom would be like, oh, it's it was one. What's the you know the lesser of two evils? Like, oh my gosh, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <It's> a... <laughs> what is what advice do you tell writers just starting out? You know. The, the the honest to gosh thing I can say is have courage, have courage. You have to be strong because if you're going to do this, you know, it's one of the hardest professions to break into. Um, but if you really want it, do it. And I think um, courage because you're going to be disappointed over and over and over and rejected over and over and over. But if you believe in your work and you, you know, someone else eventually will. And I think the other thing would be momentum. Don't stop, you know, because I, yeah. I kind of regret stopping in my 20s when I got to New Orleans. I, you know, most of my 20s I was kind of working full time and it, my writing kind of took a back, you know, back seat. And I really regret that. I really wish I didn't. But um, mm-hmm. picking it back up because I feel like right now I'm in a sort of um, writing rejuvenation with my writing. And um, I definitely would say momentum and courage. Keep on, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. Because once you do, you start thinking about the things and then doubt comes into your head and, oh, no, 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 you can't have any of that. Wonderful. Thank you for that advice. And then what was an early experience where you learned that language had power? That that would definitely be the um, the first book my um, that I had mentioned earlier. My my poor mother, you know, she was a single mom and raising three kids, and so I know that it was probably hard to go to work and then you know sort of manage us <laughs> and to see what we were doing when she was gone. Um, of course, we had babysitters and things like that, but um, luckily for me, especially, I was an indoor child, so I got to. You know, my thing was to have books, and for Christmas and for my birthdays, I got books, and I loved it. It was fantastic. And mm-hmm. in those early books, um, you know, my my mother trying to – doing her best to keep me away from adult horror <laughs> um, bought me some interesting children's – quote, children's books. It was um, – I don't think she knew exactly what she was getting into, but uh, the first copy of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde I had, it was – you know, I guess she thought it was harmless being a classic and all this stuff, but I couldn't believe it. It was stunningly powerful, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I, reading it and coming back to it, I'm like, wow, whatever was being written, these scenes were so clear and so concise. And the characters, it was the probably the first time where I realized something leapt off the page at me. And then um, at that time, um, I also um, – was reading a lot of short stories and uh, classics, and I think uh, Jules Verne's Around the World in 80 Days somehow just hit me really hard. I don't know why. (laughs) Um, And again, the language, it's just so beautiful, and you can see it, and man, that's good writing, man. That's the way to do it, you know. I mean, you have these characters and um, that just leap off there. I mean, gosh, it stays with you. It still stays with me. 
That's wonderful. And then if you could tell your younger writing self anything, what would it be? Oh, hmm, good question. <laughs> How young are we talking? Because <laughs> if, we're, if we're talking 20, man, I would say, man, you better not drink as much as you do and you're living in New Orleans. <laughs> Because <laughs> I tell you, there were a lot of drunken nights. I tried to write, and it was a no-go. But I think my younger self, um, I definitely would have told him to hang on, just hold on, because I always felt yeah. I'm never going to get out this small town. I'll never publish. Mm-hmm. But if I could tell my younger self, keep on, just just keep on doing it. Um, don't worry about it. It'll eventually catch up to you. So just hold on one more day, and then hang on for the next day. So. You know, because that time that time flies by. Yeah, sure does. I agree. And then, do you try more to be original, or to deli- or to deliver to readers what they want? In the beginning, actually, that's a, that's a very good question. In the beginning, um, I felt I had to do what was um, popular at the time. And um, try to sort of um, it, well, of course, when we're all starting out, we always copy our favorite writers, you know, just to get our own rhythm going. And um, but I think eventually, uh, just you know, talking to people, especially especially when I got to New Orleans, um, being surrounded by so many original people, these artists and writers and, and sculptors and musicians, and it became quite obvious you do what pleases you. You know, I. I I started writing things, you know, I write gruesome horror, I write dark fantasy, and I'm like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to do this because this is what I enjoy, you know. So it, it mm-hmm. started off kind of, yeah. um, you know, where you're just kind of learning how to feel it out. But I think, uh, you know, the older I get, the more ideas I have that are just, you know, it's not popular, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> you know, yeah. it's something I wanted right. to do, you know, and, and share. And, you know, I had a friend of mine um, a lot when I was when I was younger and I was um, – working in, I wanted to work in film and things like that. And um, he was an accountant on this film set I was working on. And he said, you can make a book about pies and I guarantee you somebody will buy it, you know? And he said, I I thought that was the greatest advice because, you know, he's basically, you know, write what you feel you want to write out there. You'll reach someone. (laughs) And I love that. I love that. That's, 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 you know, it's exactly right. Yes, it is. And then, what is your favorite coffee or hot beverage? Oh, gosh. Um, here down here in, in the New Orleans area, we have our own brand of coffee, which I'm if, – if you haven't been to New Orleans, or you, you definitely would have heard of it. It's uh, Community Coffee. Um, I, I love – I grew up on it. It's around us. <laughs> um, it's it's uh-huh. uh, a – I guess a form of pride, but I love the medium uh, chicory. It just – oh, chicory. oh. I, I, oh. It, yeah, it's that really hard root, um, that, and it's so hard to find in other places. But I'm, I definitely, uh, you know, wake up with that one hit of um, that chicory coffee. And usually when I write, though, um, blueberry tea all the way. I don't know what it okay, is. There's something stimulating good. about it, but yeah. yeah. Oh man, it's it's yeah. Blueberry tea. Oh yeah. I'm definitely a coffee That's and tea first. person. I know people are either one or the other. So yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so very much, Ryan. It has been a pleasure to meet you and to have you no, on the thank show. Thank you, Camille. 
You're welcome. Thank you. And um, I, I'd love to have you co-host one of these days when you have free time um, on my show. Absolutely. Because I, 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 I I don't know. I just really liked your profile, like everything about you. But I was like, I wonder oh, if you want to co-host sometime. So I'm saying it on the air if you <laughs> ever want to. You're more than welcome. If not, you're still welcome to come back anytime. And last <laughs> but not least, can you please just let our audience know how they can reach you through your social media handles? Absolutely. Um, I do have a Facebook fan page. Um, I'm working on getting my website. I had a website for a little while, but then stopping writing, and then it all just kind of, you know, snowballed away. But I'm working back again. Um, like I said, I'm under my my writing rejuvenation. So right now, um, you definitely can keep up with everything that's going on on my Facebook fan page, which is, of course, you type in Ryan Winter uh, fan page, and there it is. Okay. Okay, wonderful. So there you have everyone. This is Ryan Winter. Thank you so much, Ryan, again. And have a lovely weekend and rest of the year. You <laughs> bet, you now. bet. Thank you, Camille. Happy Saturday to you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Okay, everyone. That was the magnificent Ryan Winter. I'm going to go ahead and read um, his uh, brief bio just one more time because I accidentally... Sometimes I accidentally still have the mute, but now I'm just talking so in my way and um, look down and I'm like, oh, my God, no one can hear me. So drawing from the writer's experience with author Ryan Winters, he is a Southern storyteller, an author, an entertainer. Um, Our questions were pretty um, organic, but they were also just um, wonderful to listen to uh, what he enjoys, what genre he um, enjoys, and also what um, inspired him to become a more or less horror horror writer, I think. Yeah, I don't know, something like that. But Ryan Winter is a lover of Brie, Mark Brie. Oh, I say that, I don't do well with that word. Salacious words and spicy foods. You know, that's not good that I... I I'm tripping over one word, right? Macabre. Sorry about that. Macabre. Okay. Yeah, I have to sometimes look up. You know, if you, um, everybody, if you, you may already know this, especially millennials and uh, very savvy Gen Xs and Gen Y, Gen X, something like that. The older, the older ones of us. Um, you know, you can just go and Google, put the word pronunciation next to it, and then it comes up pretty quickly. So that's what I have to do sometime, even as an English teacher. Isn't that hilarious? Anyway, so he hails from the strange and mysterious world of South Louisiana. He draws in, drawing inspiration from his unique surroundings. Um, Ryan's writing a wait oh he's written a well-received children's book named new orleans goose under the pen name ryan adam it was heavily promoted around louisiana including multiple book signings festivals school presentation and conventions it was a recipient of the prestigious new orleans book festival ryan has published numerous short stories mostly horror and Dark Fantasy before his first novel, Ravish, which debuted which debuted through Amazon's KDP Publishing. 
Okay, and then Ryan, just before he he left, um, he mentioned his Facebook handle, which is Ryan Winter Fan Page. All right. So I hope everyone has, in the words of Ryan, a great Saturday. And uh, I say have a great rest of the year. There's so much to get done still. We're halfway through it. We're almost halfway through. Where does the time go? But um, it just goes, right? Uh, At any rate, so the topic for discussion was drawing from the writer's experience with author Ryan Winters. You can find a copy of this and all the episodes on coffeechatwithcamille.com. Okay, and he was my third guest today. So I'm trying on Saturdays to bring you all some really magnificent guests. And today was the first day of that experiment. And I feel very thankful to each and all of my guests. And for you for being an avid listener. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your day from Coffee Chat with Camille Show. Bye for now.